And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome to the Monkeys Fighting Robots podcast with Matthew Sardo. Take your sticky paws off me, you damn dirty ass. <laughs> Holy sh! They're actually monkeys fighting robots! You can follow us on Twitter at monkeys underscore robots. And on Instagram at Monkeys Fighting Robots. Make sure to download and review our podcast from iTunes and Stitcher. And now, here's your host, Matt. Welcome to the 52nd episode of Monkeys Fighting Robots. I hope you all had a good weekend. I know I did. I went to iTunes and Netflix and I said, give me your worst sci-fi movies ever that are new. And then I just watched them all and I had a great sci-fi weekend. D23 happened. We have so much coverage of D23 on monkeysfightingrobots.com. Just go there, search D23, a million things are going to pop up for you. A lot of good Star Wars stuff, Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp just randomly showed up. I mean, I guess that's what Johnny Depp does. Uh, Harrison Ford made a surprise appearance to the Star Wars panel at D23. So lots of good coverage of that on the website. The show today, I am super excited for. We have rapper Luther Campbell, formerly of Two Live Crew, calling in later on. 20 years after establishing the first hip-hop recording label, Campbell has become more of a social activist these days. On the second half of the show, we are going to discuss the top five superhero roles for Ronda Rousey. And guess what? The internet... Facebook, in particular, very angry today. I, their their Monday anger is is epic. But first, we have a special contest going on at Monkeys Fighting Robots. We have teamed up with SuperheroStuff.com to give you a trip for two to New York Comic Con. It includes convention tickets, airfare, hotel, and some spending cash. All you have to do is go to our website, MonkeysFightingRobots.com, and click on the green blinking banner that says "Win a trip to New York Comic Con" and register. Our next guest is a hip-hop pioneer. Luther Campbell, also known as Luke Skywalker, Solo Luke, Uncle Luke, or Luke, is a record label owner, rapper, entrepreneur, and high school football coach. Campbell even ran for mayor of Miami in 2011. He just published his book, The Book of Luke, My Fight for Truth, Justice, and Liberty City. Luther, thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. Hey, no problem, Matt. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. With the box office success of the NWA film Straight Outta Compton this past weekend, when is the Two Live Crew film coming out? Hey, Matt, you know, I've had so many people after they've read this this uh, book, and, and it's so great. It's so great that their movie is number one. My book is number one on Amazon right now, and, I'm, and hopefully it becomes number one on New York Times because it's in all the bookstores and it it, it it just need, it's something that needs to happen i mean that that movie straight out of compton is such a great movie but at the end of the day you know they talked about in the movie uh you know being threatened to go to jail and and, and so it, it, it is like an appetizer 
to my move to my movie if it ever comes out. We actually went to jail. You know, we got locked up. So you know, it, it, you have to have the beginning before you have the okay. These guys really, they really went down. They went to jail. You know, and so and 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 the stories of owning the record company versus being on a record label and the things that we had to go through. So our story would be a, a would be a, a very compelling story. Your book, The Book of Luke: My Fight for Truth, Justice, and Liberty, is available now. How do you think media coverage has changed from the 1992 riots in L.A. compared to the situation in Ferguson, Missouri? It, it has changed so much. You know, uh, it has changed so much. And, 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 you know, and that's why, you know, the title says and fight for the truth and justice of Liberty City, because in, the, in my book, I, go, I talk about the same situation. A guy named Arthur McDuffie, who was an insurance guy, he was going home and he got shot off. By, by some police officers in one of the biggest riots in the 80s to ever happen in, in Miami. You know, back then, that was, un, I mean, here's a guy just riding home, got shot off his motorcycle. Police didn't go to jail. And to this day right now, no police has ever been convicted of any crime in Miami, Florida, to this day right now. And so if there was social media back then, I think the whole country would have been on fire after those shootings of these innocent uh, men down here. And uh, because of social media, it's, it's, it's totally different. You're getting uh, people protesting all over the country about a situation that's happening in different cities. Yeah, that's my follow-up question. Do you think social media is giving a voice to the voiceless? Oh, no doubt about it. Social media, I, if, 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 if there was social media back when I was putting these records out and the things that I talk about in this book, I think I, I think. I would probably be the biggest record executive in, in, in the world because at that period of time, you know, being a guy, being the Rodney Dangerfield of the music business, being a guy that the music business did not want in the business, whether it was videos or music or anything like that, uh, it would have gave me a voice. It would have gave me an opportunity to tell my story and not have to wait 25 years down the line and tell my own story because the industry don't want to tell it. How do you advise people to fight civil injustice? How do I advise them? I, I tell them, use the, use the political process. You know, and that's what I do here in Miami. And, you know, I ran for mayor, and people wonder, why, did, why are you running for mayor? And I think Trump has took a page out of my book uh, when I ran for mayor and just, you know, just talk about the facts of, of things that everybody talk about in everyday life, whether it's from a Republican or Democrat perspective and you know i just tell people just you know that that vote really counts and people don't understand that if by voting in local municipalities not necessarily the presidential election but in local municipalities you can get so many things changed and so much so much funding going to the necessary places that you think need to be going uh to those different areas and i tell people look all these politicians, they have this thing called absentee ballots, and those are dead people that they have voting, but they depend on people not going to the poll and voting, and people have to overcome that. They have to, you know, they have, they, they got to go and vote, and, and they'll get a lot of things done, and we've done that in, this, in, uh, in Liberty City. What's the biggest thing you learned from your time running as mayor? What was, what is, what was that experience like? It, it was a great experience because I got to go in town hall meetings all across the county, 
and I got to, you know, be able to tell people the stories and the things uh, that are affecting the entire community. And what I learned that everybody wants, every it's it's all one. All people are, are, are people love each other. If you li- if you leave it to a politician, you know, if if you leave it to you know a, a, a Tea Party member, a Tea Party member, he his he makes it thinks. He makes you feel like everybody who is a Republican hate black people and everybody who's a Democrat hate white people. You know, and, and that's not the case. What I learned that all people are really, just like they say, created equal. Everybody wants good for everybody. There's no, it's no white people want bad things for black people. There's no black people want bad things. It's just these politicians that push that on people and make it seem like everybody hates everybody in this country. Do you have an opinion on the 2016 presidential election yet? Do I have an opinion? I mean, hey, it it it, it, it it's uh it seems like the same race I I ran, you know, where you got a couple guys, you know, who are very successful on the trail, Trump and uh and you you people just don't want the regular people don't want the regular uh politicians they want people who can relate to them people who just say what they you know what they want to say all the time so whether you're republican or you're democrat you know people are you know you got two guys on both sides that are getting you know big numbers and and it's because they're just regular people you know so it's going to be inter- interesting how this thing plays out do you think the political machine will let Bernie Sanders get any steam rolling? Oh, Bert, but Bernie has all this, all the steam in the world. Think about it. Bernie, Bernie is like me, and I, you know, and 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 I and I, I can relate to Bernie because if you let it, if you let the the world believe that Luther Campbell, Two Live Crew, my record company, set no precedent, we did nothing. You know, we did nothing, even though we, 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 uh, we, I discovered Pitbull, and it's a fascinating story about him in the book, and Ace Towns and the, and the two live crews. And I got this big company that I'm, oh, is worth over $100 million, but nobody wants to talk about it because the industry don't want me actually in the industry. They want to blackball me. They want to treat me like Rodney Dangerfield. And it's the same thing with Bernie. Bernie is having all the – Bernie has – Thirty and forty. He has these Obama crowds at at the you know at, at his events, but you don't hear about Bernie. The only thing you hear about is Hillary. And I think uh, you know I, I think it's sad that the the machine still controls everything to a to a degree. You know, people need to talk more about Bernie. And if you got those if you got those kind of numbers, somebody like you. You know, they're talk, You know, and, and it's it's just amazing. Gun violence is at an epidemic proportion from the inner cities to theater shootings. What do we need to do to change this culture? Man, we need to, you know, we really need, we really need some, you know, it's not gun control. You know, I I think we need self-control. You know, we need to be more responsible, you know, and, 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 uh, to these, you know, the gun owners, they have a right to own their guns. I got friends who like to hunt, but, if you're if 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 you're a young girl living in 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 a in a black in the in the in the neighborhood in the African American community and you're going down there and you're buying eight guns, AKA rifles, and there's no hunting nowhere in sight, and you're buying this for the drug dealers, are are you a disturbed young man 
and you know you have a history of being disturbed, and you can go to any gun show and buy a gun. I mean, it, it, we we need to have resp- I mean, I, I don't I don't think the amendment was put together to, to, to give to put the hands put the guns in the hands of people who are who are just straight out murderers are are people who are disturbed. You know, I if if I have a deficiency, I can't get a certain job. So if I have a mental illness, why should I be able to buy a gun? That is the most appalling thing that I've ever seen in the world. And and uh, these you know these these gun these gun guys, you know they 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 control the politicians, and that's why the guys like Bernie and and uh, and Trump are getting so much steam because people are tired of hearing these these politicians who are under control by the Koch brother and the gun control people. People are tired of that. Every 30 years, there seems to be a music revolution. The 60s are well-documented, and then again in the 90s with hip-hop and grunge. Do you see another musical movement on the horizon? Do I see another musical? I mean, you got trap music. You have, uh, you know, it's all the time. One thing about music, it, it evolves. You know, I'm just... I just feel so sad for hip hop uh, music right now today because it seems like they're playing the same songs over and over. They're using the same tracks on on different artists. So you know, I, I think uh, there has to be a new movement. You know, I, in my days, you know, it was disco dance. Then it became house, and then it became uh, bass and hip hop and all these different things. And uh, I, I, I see it to be. Hopefully, it it, it becomes a little more creative. Uh, and guys, you know, put out, be a little more creative. It, it's difficult because it's not like it was before because, you know, you only have uh, one or two conglomerates that owns all the radio stations. Thank thank you, uh, Bill Clinton, for deregulating radio to getting us in this situation where only three, ra- three record labels and a few guys that determine what we listen to and what we hear. But hopefully, hopefully it'll be another movement. You're a high school football coach now. How do you think concussions are going to change the way we play football? How does concussions change? Uh, it, it, uh, let me tell you, it's mainly the hit from the defensive back field because when you look at, when you look at it, mostly everybody is getting When you look at the running back, the running back is doing what? He's going through a tiny hole with his head down. And the guy that is tackling him is a linebacker, and he's coming with his head down. He's not going to take that helmet of a full-steam guy in the stomach. So when people are talking about they're doing these concussion, oh, you know, it's still a violent and difficult sport. It just needs to be more precaution uh, taken upon the NFL in changing the helmet. If If you got a guy, that can ride in a race car with a helmet on, crash into a wall at 300, uh, 200 miles an hour and survive that, you need that helmet. <laughs> but that helmet does not look sexy in the NFL. So if the NFL really want to want to prevent uh, these concussions, they would then send more money down to the high school programs, and they would then design a helmet using the designs or using the guys who design these NASCAR helmets and say, let's put this ugly helmet on these guys' head. It may look like a spaceship, but if we're really, really serious about this concussion thing, we'll take that helmet that you could run into the wall at 300 miles an hour and, and put that on, and then that'll, it, that'll end all of your concussion problems. 
Luther, thank you for your time and best of luck with your book. Hey, man, I appreciate it. And everybody just go out and get my book. And uh, um, number one on this on Amazon last week, and hopefully I'll be number one on New York Times this week with y'all help. That was Luther Campbell and his book, The Book of Luke, My Fight for Truth, Justice, and Liberty City is available now. Towards the end of last week, this story kind of got shuffled under a little bit. Ronda Rousey was doing a Reddit AMA, and somebody asked her who she would like to be in a superhero film. And she said that a lot of the characters have already been taken up. And I was kind of confused by that because, I mean, a lot of the main male characters have been taken up, but there are tons of female characters out there that just haven't even seen or thought of in in film-wise. And later on, she posted a Instagram photo of her as Miss Marvel. And she also said that she would like to vie for the Miss Marvel role in the film. I feel like that would be tough. I she has she has four movies under her belt and they've already announced that she's going to do she's going to play herself in a biop biop piece that 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 really doesn't take a lot of acting skills. I guess it, no it does. Acting acting's hard people. I've I made one commercial and my buddy's Warren he you know had me recite one word at a time cuz I couldn't remember anything. So so acting is hard, and I agree with that. Like I said, she has four films under her belt, and she has two more, Mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg, and then her biography film that she's working on where she's going to play herself. That's going to be a tough role. But what we did, more specifically, Darcy Redden, a writer for Monkey Sweaty Robots from New York, Mets fan, got to like that guy. He put together a top five list of superhero female superheroes that we would like to see ronda rousey in top five number five domino i don't know if you're familiar with this character it's during that late 80s early 90s rob lifefield x-force days new mutants but she's a gun-toting mutant that can kick ass and that's what you need ronda to do I like that one. I She could show up in the Fox universe and beat up Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. I, that would be funny. I could see that happening. Another one is, uh, no, number four is Feral. Another X-Force reject. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if they knew what to do with her right now, but it's, she's like a Wolverine-Sabertooth combo. That'd be kind of cool. You just run around, run around. Number three, I, I like this one. I think this is the where she should go. And I don't really know what Marvel's done with this character. I remember her a lot because I read a lot of Spider-Man and she was in here all the time in the late 80s and then a little bit of the early 90s. And I, like I said, she's basically just disappeared. I don't know what Marvel, what the plans are with that. But I feel like if they're looking for strong female leads, they probably should bring this character back. I, I, I don't know. Silver Sable, that's, that's who I'm talking about. You know, it's uh, an assassin, you know, I mean, the mercenary assassin. No, she's not an assassin. She's a mercenary. She's, but she's looking, she's looking to assassinate the bad guys. So if, you, you know, if you're a bad guy, you're probably going to get assassinated by her. But that was, that's a really good character. And I can see that her showing up with like 
in this MCU world. I can see her showing up there. Again, I have no clue why they haven't used her. Is it because of her name or because of her look? I mean, like, I mean, she's got silver hair and she's got a silver suit. She looks like a girl, you know, like superhero girl. So she's got everything out of proportion. But she's a tough female person, like a strong personality. Like I, I remember when she would show up in the comic books, I'd be like, "Oh, watch out, Spider-Man!" And he'd try to be all like jokey, and she'd be like, "No, I'm not falling for your shit, buddy. We're gonna we're gonna go in here. We're gonna capture this person. I'm going to take him this way, and they might not survive." And Spider-Man's like, "Hey, really, seriously?" And then she would always she'd always fall in and out, and Spider-Man like, "What what, what just happened there?" Again, I don't know. Again, I don't know why she isn't a bigger part of the MCU right now in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I also don't know why she's not part of the Marvel Comic Universe, a bigger part. Since if they're trying to em- em- emphasize female characters and bring up the empowered, like this was the one in the '80s that I I would be empowered with. Number two on our list. This is a no-brainer. She-Hulk. The only problem is we. Had Marvel hasn't figured out what to do with the regular Hulk, but I could sh- I could see her showing up in like the Infinity War Part One or Two. I mean, they're they're, they're gonna be fighting alongside Thanos against whoever that giant bad guy is. Don't want to spoil anything for anybody who doesn't read comic books. They're not gonna make a She Hulk movie, and because they got to make Hulk first, and they got to figure out what to do with that. But but that would be a no brainer. Just just paint her green. Tell her to run around, punch people in the face, and I feel like she can handle that really well. And you could see her showing up. Like, you see She-Hulk showing up in the background. Oh, man, I can't wait for the West Coast Avengers movie. You know how excited I'm going to be if they do a spinoff West Coast? Like, oh, we're so popular that we're going to make a West Coast Avengers movie. Which doesn't make sense anymore because the internet kind of destroyed that because we can get from here to China in like two seconds and, and the world has gotten a lot smaller. And we can fly on things and Quinjets and, and all that. Everything that can go on in the world has got smaller to where you don't need a West Coast Avengers. But it would be amazing if they're like, yay, West Coast Avengers. Never want to see an Alpha Fight film. Nope, not at all. Don't want to see Puck. But I would like to see a West Coast Avengers. They got to figure, the MCU has to figure out how to bring back the original Human Torch. And they have to figure out how to retcon to where the Submariner and the Human Torch come into that. They got the, I don't care about the Fantastic Four rights, but what I, do, what I do care about is they figure out how somehow to bring in the Submariner into the, into the world because that's how it, that's what a Human Torch, Captain America, Submariner, they fought the Nazis. That was the crew. Make it happen. Figure it out. But I, you know, that'll be in the, the alternate universe because I think they've gone too far with it. But man, I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Number one on our list and this is the one that's really intriguing to me because if if you're worried about Rousey's acting ability, this is the one where she could she could play this character, and other people can step in, as far as the actors on this, and it would be flawless, it would be seamless. You can have Rousey do all the kick ass, and then you can have actors step in and do all the acting part if you're worried about the acting. Mystique. Since Jennifer Lawrence has said that she will not return to the role, Ronda Rousey would make a perfect mystique. Basically, the way that they're making them in the movies where she is running around kicking everybody's butts in the movie. She's always beating up somebody and tricking them in. She's like, oh, I'm an old man. And then she transforms. She's like, kick to the face, and you're done. Like, Ronda Rousey could handle that perfectly. And, you know, her body type, she's 
she's pumped, you know? I mean, like, she'd look fine in the blue makeup. I would like to see that. I think that'd be, I think that would be probably be the best role for her. But you, internet, man, you guys are vicious. All you guys kept saying is like, oh, she can't act. She can't act. She can't act. She can't act. No, don't want to see her ruin her movies. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was a bodybuilder and just the most impressive bodybuilder at our time. I don't know if it was my time, but at the time, he was the most impressive bodybuilder. And they just put him in films. And, you know, they slowly built him up with words. <laughs> you know, in his first few films, he didn't say a lot, but he came out and looked awesome and kicked ass. And that's what you need. Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know, martial artist. There's so many martial artists out there that have, oh man, that have no acting ability whatsoever, yet they end up becoming these action stars. Bruce Lee, nobody, you know, nobody questioned his acting back then. They were just like, no, you, you do whatever you need to do with those words. But as soon as you get to the fighting part, that's what I want to see. And, and, that's her specialty is that she can kick ass and we need more kick ass people because the action movies are kind of, I don't know. They're not the action movies that I grew up with. I mean, and there's some really good ones, but she could take it to another level, you know, and especially if you're like, Oh, throw the ninjas at her. She just fight a whole bunch of ninjas, you know, whatever group of ninjas you want to throw at her, just, just throw it at her and she'll kick everyone's ass. I just want to see her start making action movies. I don't care if it's a superhero or not. Hey, Matt, we survived another episode. Oh, no! Once again, there are several ways to continue the conversation after the show. Follow us on Twitter at monkeys underscore robots. You can look at all our silly photos on Instagram at monkeys fighting robots. You can follow me on Twitter at Matthew Sardo. The biggest compliment we receive is when the subscriber number goes up on SoundCloud. Also, if you have a chance, rate our show on iTunes. If you have an Android device, listen to the show on Stitcher. There's also this great app called TuneIn. Listen to every radio station in the world, plus the Monkey Sweating Robots podcast. Okay, Lunchbox, let's try this again. There are so many people that made the 52nd episode of Monkey Sweating Robots a success. Special thanks to Luther Campbell for calling the Monkey Sweating Robots hotline. Jeff Shade is the creator of our amazing intros and outros. Jessica Wynn designed the Monkey Sweating Robots logo. Are you a monkey or are you a robot? Yeah, I didn't get the tattoo. Not yet gonna happen huh not yet the staff at visual realm built our website and keeps us up and running to all my friends family and the interweb thank you so much for joining us for this episode of monkeys fighting robots let's say you just bought a house bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents you'll proudly mow the lawn Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... 
Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.